This review felt like all of my feelings from Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh boy. Well, Jillian, I'm glad that you shared your personal thoughts on this. Yeah, that was what I thought. Uh, That's wow. Yeah, you were correct. That um, that did in fact impact me on a level I was not expecting. Yep. Um. Wow. My God. I also like this one. Reviewing movies is super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Barely an inconvenience. I'm liking that one. That one's really good. Uh, that's so good. That is a masterpiece. I don't even know what he means by that, but I agree. Oh God. It's going like this is barely an inconvenience. You're, you're, that, that's so right. You tell it to him. You tell him, yeah. Got his ass. Uh. <laughs> uh, for those of you wondering, we are talking about uh Transformers Two review. Yeah, we we may have done this one before. We feel like we have, and yet we can't we can't find any evidence of it. We got Mandela affected. Um, and here's the thing: even if we did, I feel like this video. The reason that I did choose to send this one, even though I kind of quietly suspected that we might have already seen it, is because of the fact that it just it it's such a good portrait when put right next to. Doug's review of The Flash. Yeah. Like, it's just... The Nostalgia Critic is a land of contrasts, you know? Like... I just... I like, I like this comment. This must me crazy for Transformers. I'm not sure what he means by that, but once again... <laughs> I'm not sure what he was trying to say. Yeah, I... Yeah, but what was he trying to say? Normally, with these sorts of things, you can feel, like, where the typo was. Don't know what he meant. Um, oh, Matt's gone. Matt's in the hole. I was really hoping he wouldn't be while I was scrolling for comments looking for more cursed ones. But most of them oh. are about Chester A. Bum, unfortunately. Oh, hang on. Am I back? Yes. Good, good. Yeah, sorry. Just as a quick side note, another great comment is uh, this guy cracks me up. No wonder he blew up. And then right underneath that is, uh, he makes it sound so good, too bad it wasn't for me. Um, I really like the idea of someone watching this review and just going like, wow, I wish I enjoyed that movie. This person seems so genuinely excited by it. Uh, sorry, what were you saying about Chester A. Bum, who makes That's a That's what uh, most of the terrible... comments are about. And. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I am seeing a lot of a lot of bum reviews comments here. Isn't it bad? It's, it's quite bad. Bum reviews is just not. Of all of Doug's characters, maybe the least. Maybe the most ill advised character he has ever done, which is, I feel, saying so much. It is. Um, I really like this person who time stamped and then just said that's pretty weak. Let me figure out what he is referring to. Doug says that a couple times during the video. So let's see what the see what he's doing. Oh, it's just him saying that's pretty weak, unfortunately. I was hoping that he was uh, making a point where he's like, Doug, that one was pretty weak. That would be great. 
if he was just like dropping that one, just sharing his opinion? Or is it, ah, I didn't like that one. I'm not my favorite. You need you help. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot wait after binge watching his old episodes to finally see him review TFAE and TFLK. What are the Transformers movies called? Yeah, because it has to be a Transformers movie, right? Like, there's no way that's... Oh, wasn't one of them called, like, Age of Extinction? Uh, Uh, yes. Okay. This was Revenge of the Fallen. um, So that's probably Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon. That sucks. That's a terrible name. What does that even mean, Dark of the Moon? Like, did you forget side? None of them have good names. Age of Extinction is not as bad as Dark of the Moon. Yeah, Age of Extinction and Revenge of the Fallen. Like, both of those are generic titles, but at least they, like, relate to something. My favorite one is Transformers The Last Night. Like, you can't, you can't, and Night K, K K-N-I-G-H-T. Oh, come on. So what, they're doing, what, is Optimus Prime The Last Samurai now? Actually, hang on. Or is he, like, Batman? Is that the crossover? Yeah. And either way, I said those sneeringly. I hate that Optimus Prime as a samurai honestly sounds pretty sick. Would enjoy that as a film. I'm sure that's not he, what the movie David was. Davidson was in the most recent Transformers? What the fuck? When He's was that He's third movie? listed. Why? What 2023. Fuck? What? What is that one called? There's no way. Hang on. Rise of the Beasts. Interesting. Transformers. Oh my god, you're right. Why? It's the sequel to Bumblebee. It's not the sequel. It's the prequel to Transformers 2007. Which is, hmm, that's very strange. Everything about this is strange. This cast is insane. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through it. He's an Autobot, uh, if you're wondering. Of course he is. Pete Davidson is. I'm trying to find him. Hang on. Um. He's a... Guess oh, what no. car he is? What is he? Porsche 911 911. <laughs> no, no, there's no way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to steal a Porsche 911 only to se- only to discover that the car is the Autobot Mirage in disguise, and that's his character's name. Oh, hell yes. <sighs> oh boy. Oh, oh boy. That is so sick. Hang on, I'm just looking up a picture of the character. Also, because, like, Mirage is a character that I remember. Oh, my God, this Transformer looks awful. Sorry. Um, Man, hmm. these Transformers look bad, as a side note. I remember Transformers like, looking a lot cooler. Dude, I know. Well, and here's the thing. Especially in, like, the 80s cartoon, which I adore. Maybe we got We might have to watch the, uh, the 80s Transformers movie for the Patreon. Because I think about that movie fairly frequently. It's crazy. Optimus Prime is murdered in like the first five minutes of the movie. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, but sorry. Anyway, the Transformers look cool in those movies. These ones look weird. Like just a little too human, you know? Yeah, it's out. When did this come out? Yeah, I've heard. I mean, I guess it's fair that I haven't heard anything about this movie, considering the fact that like... it made four hundred and thirty nine million dollars and had a budget of two hundred million. OK, so that's not bad. Like, that's a moderate success. 
right? Isn't it usually they, they may have to make twice their budget? Yeah. So it was somewhat successful. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to look up a video of Pete Davidson talking. Oh, he is just doing Pete Davidson voice. Oh, for real? Yeah. Man, this is brutal. Um, wow. Porsche 911. Wow. I just, sorry, yeah, I'm getting distracted by uh, this video, so I'm going to close it out. But Pete Davidson. What a guy. I. Uh, Peter Dinklage, I like- isn't it? Okay, well, good on Peter Dinklage. He's a good, well, I guess bad on Liza Peter Liza Koshy? Sorry, isn't she, like... Like the uh, bad YouTuber? Didn't she do, yeah. like, a... She had, like, a talk show for a second there, didn't she? Ye- no, that, that's um, uh, Superwoman, whoever that used to be. Superwoman? Was that... Not um, not the character. That was her YouTube name. Was it? Hang on. Who am I thinking of? Um. Oh, uh, damn it. What's her name? Uh, Lily Singh, right? Lily um, Singh, that's it. Liza um, Koshy, sure she's also a bad YouTuber, though, right? Arse, but it's A-R-C-E-E is the character name. Oh, yes. R-C is the title's name. Like, as in, like, remote control car, unfortunately. I hate that I know these things. You um, can't have your only female character's name be that close to ass. Yeah, that is that is a little rough. It's a, it's a bad look. She was, if I recall correctly, introduced also in the 1980 uh, Transformers movie. Which just rocks. Um, hang on. Yeah, let's see. He's always pink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she or is blue. like a girl transformer. Yeah, no, uh, she like has a very snatched waist. Yeah, and she has like big metal tits in almost every interpretation of the character. Yeah, she has big metal tits and a big metal ass. Yeah, and weirdly enough, of all things, there's like a series of comics I read a while back that do a very interesting thing with like gender as a concept and the transformers. Uh, because they do basically just. One day, some comic artist just sat down and went, wait a minute. These guys are, like, made in factories, presumably. Why do they look like this? Um, and so there was a very interesting, like, sub-story in one of the Transformers comics where a Transformer was like, why do I look like this? Why do I have a giant ass? Uh, and I don't remember the resolution of that problem, but I do just remember it was wow. very funny that anyone cared enough about that question to write it out and someone let that happen. Um <laughs> Bumblebee is a non-speaking character in this movie, um, if you're wondering. <laughs> Due to so having right. lost his voice box, he can only communicate through beeps and pre-recorded film quotes. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that gimmick and going, this That sounds terrible. Be yeah, there's no way that's, like, well executed, you know? No, it can't be. Sorry, I'm looking at uh, Liza Koshy's Wikipedia page. Her role as RC is not listed on her Wikipedia article, um, which I really respect. Oh, wait, no, it is. Hang on. It was just buried. I missed it. Did she date, like, David Dobrik or someone? I think she did. She has to. Hang on. Oh, yep. That is the only sentence in the personal life section of her Wikipedia article. Oh, that's um, She dated Slovak media personality David Dobrik from late 2015 to early 2018. Which is weird because she has 20.9 million followers on Instagram. Surely there's something more about her you could say. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm sure that she did something in her personal life ever. Uh, She was apparently in a My Little Pony movie. So, like, she's just been a real, like, well, I mean, real might be a stretch, but she's, like, had, like, jobs in actual movies 
for a while now. He's from Houston. Weird. Koshi came under fire in 2020 after racist videos resurfaced, showing her imitating Asian accents and mocking the Japanese language. Liza Koshi as Shane Gillis. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, earlier today, I, I don't remember how, <laughs> no, some I'm just video. Thinking, sorry. No, I'm just thinking no, no, about recasting Shane Gillis as a woman of color. <laughs> it's Liza Koshi going like, is Jake Paul a sociopath? Like, yeah. Uh, some like, done. like, grayscale picture of Jake Paul shows up. God, I'm so glad that. We were just talking about David Dobrik. Both him and Shane Gillis. I'm glad that neither of those are either. You're ever thinking of Shane Dawson. Shane Gillis is the comedian that. What did I say? What did I say? Shane Gillis. Oh, my God. No, I love Shane Gillis. Don't worry. That's everybody. what I was saying is recasting Shane Speaking Gillis of... as a woman of oh, color. Oh, even better. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, my God. On like I'm his so podcast sorry. and shit. Man, my brain is leaking out of my ears it's right okay. now. But um, no, recasting either of them. Liza Koshi replacing either of them is very funny. The only difference is that one of them, like, you know, has artistic merit and is a person that I enjoy listening to. Uh, the other one is Shane Gillis. No, I'm kidding. So real. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I was just watching something earlier today where they brought up Shane Dawson again. So I think I've just had him on the brain. And I was just primed to think of him. But um, it is Her crazy and how David often Dobrik he... we're doing Asian voice together. You know, honestly, look, if uh, if my love isn't like that, I don't want it. What can I say? Um, I want someone I can do racist accents with. Maybe not. Uh, David Dobrik said it's not racist. That's like the sounds I hear when they talk. <laughs> That's so cool. Giving the most racist answer to. Oh, uh, my God. Awesome. It's not racist. They just make incoherent noises. That's what they do. It's not racist. I just hate their accent. Yeah. <laughs> I just hate their language. And she posted, like, a Twitter apology notes apology thing. Yeah, well, because she, like, has a real career. What does David yeah. Dobrik do? I never watched She still posts of- vlogs. Um, really? I feel like people cannot be interested in those. They used long. to all be, like, four minutes and 20 seconds long. I'm not sure if they still are. You know, I have that to was the thing. Commitment. Like, if you do a stupid bit like that, and in the very least, keep doing it forever. All right, let's see. I'm going to look him up on YouTube. We're going to see what his recent upload is. Because so many of that, like, era of YouTuber, they've, like, started trying to make, like, serious turns. Like, uh, Logan I've... Paul has, like, a podcast now. And, like, yeah. and then I'll be, like, scrolling through Instagram and, like, see clips of it where he's, like, he's not, like, saying anything, like, thoughtful. But he is, like, just delivering, like, a fairly normal take. And you're like, what are you doing? Why are you – you understand that you're a clown, right? Like, that's the role that you've made for yourself. Um, I read Liza Koshy's first and last paragraph of her apology because it's very long, and I wasn't going to read the whole thing. Yeah, it starts with a <laughs> quote from Ibram X. Kendi, who is a author, historian, and leading scholar of race and discriminatory policy in America. Okay. And it ends Sorry. with her thanking her guardian angels. Oh my God! Can you just read us the uh, read us the last uh, the last paragraph there, maybe? Uh, thank you to my guardian angels in life and online who have been gracefully guiding this growth of mine, and I thank God for my continued awakening. Good Lord! Yeah, that's a uh, that's pretty brutal. I've got to say. 
how many likes does this have? 22.9 thousand likes. Good lord. Do you ever do you ever look at those sorts of things and just sort of get depressed on an existential level? Because that's the only response I can have to these sorts of things. Where you're like, okay, it's, that's cool. Or all people like saw notes fit to out like apologies. Yeah. Like, we will never do a notes app apology. If we have to apologize for anything, which I'm sure we will, it will not be on notes app. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, have, if, that's what he's doing. To, that's his most recent video. Um. Hot and, tub with uh, international model. And uh, guys, I'm going to say the words YouTube thumbnail face. Not that one. Make it worse. It's almost yeah, soy whatever face. you're seeing right now. It's almost. I mean, it is a soy face. It's just like. Somehow worse. I can't explain it. Look up David Dobrik. He uploaded this a year ago. That's his most recent upload. Uh, What's he doing now? Does he like have any sort of. Maybe it's like a podcast or something? Like, hang on. David Dobrik. I'm on his Twitter now trying to find it. Um, Found his Instagram. He posted, oh, I'm not going to fucking sign into Instagram to look at what David Dobrik posted. I hate that you have to do that on browser. It makes me so angry. Don't do that. Let me scroll through Instagram. In 2022, he opened a pizza restaurant. What the fuck? And he has uh, plans to create a reality TV show based around the employee's day-to-day life working in Dobrik's Pizza. And it's Dobrik, like, D-A-U-G. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say it's Doug Brick. Yeah. Yeah, I get the pun that they're going for there, but it's just, it's a little unwieldy. Um, He injured somebody and got sued, and then there were sexual assault allegations. Um, he has been in three movies, FML, Airplane Mode, and Angry Birds 2. So, I don't know what that says, but. I think he's back. Oh, you're back? Yeah, sorry, the uh, the top comment underneath his most recent tweet, because I'm on David Dobrik's Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. The side note. Different name of the video for him, uh, for the Twitter-like result of, I mean, the Twitter-like preview of this thing. Hot tubbing with my assistant is the last video that he's posted about on his Twitter. So, wow, that's cool. Not four minutes and 20 seconds long, unfortunately. It's four minutes and 44 seconds long. Uh, but anyway, the top comment underneath his video is a guy who's like doxing the model that he was posting with oh my god yeah because he just goes like it looks like you're at tesla and this house you claim to live in are under some kind of construction either still under construction and across the street here or torn down even more careful just flashing your stuff will give you away which that as a side note doesn't mean anything but he does just like he just quote tweeted his own tweet underneath david dobrik's tweet and I don't know what that means, but it's just there's a lot going on here. Just evil energy up Dobrik's Twitter, anybody commenting underneath it, everything about it. I still can't believe he was demonic. an Angry Birds too. He was what? Oh, sorry. While you were gone, I read out the movies he was in. Um, FML, which doesn't he? even I'm, have I'm, a Wikipedia page. Airplane yeah, mode, which I'm, is the sorry what? 
I was going to say, listeners, I'm sorry that you have to hear this list again, but I must know right now. Um, Airplane Mode, which was written by oh, that's Logan, Logan Jake Paul, Paul. Movie, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the cover yeah. is an airplane dabbing. And then um, Angry Birds 2 as Axel. Great. Why he, all these YouTubers getting in like... Again, I hesitate to say real movies. But like movies that exist, you know? Like movies that were made by Hollywood. How is this happening? I don't like this. You heard about uh, the SS Sniper Wolf doxing, right? Yeah, who was it that she doxed? I didn't read Jack's too much films. about it because, oh, damn. Which would be, the equivalent of their audiences would be, like, Doug doxing us. Yeah, like, that's insane. For Because uh, Jack's Films made a video every day reacting to her content like she does to other people's. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. And then she... She got angry and posted an Instagram poll asking if she should go and visit his house. And then posted a picture of the front of his house and then claimed she didn't know what doxing was. Here's the thing. I hate to admit it. I kind of have to respect how flagrant that is. It's crazy. I will visit your home. Yeah. Also, because that's the thing, right? Like Jack's films, I feel like in online circles, right? There's a lot of goodwill towards Jack's films. I haven't watched any of his stuff in forever now. Right. But like it's one of those names where you just sort of like you're like, oh, love that guy. Right. I don't feel like he's a huge name, though. So it is crazy that she just like posted his home. How many followers does he have? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a couple hundred thousand. Like that feels about right, but like at least a million. Yeah, does he? Okay. But she has thirty-four million. Yeah, exactly. Like she's huge. Four point eight million. Four point eight. Yeah. So yeah, that is insane. That's somebody with thirty million more subscribers than him being like, <laughs> "Here's the front of his house," and anyway, I don't, don't do like anything him. bad with that. Yeah. <laughs> Now, oh, listeners, God, it's crazy. I'm just saying, we know where Doug lives, um, but we will never post a picture of his house. No. When I visit, you'll be seeing it on the news, uh, not our Instagram. So. Jack Films has been around mind. for like ever, too. Like, yeah. PewDiePie copied him at one point when I like the height of his popularity. Yeah. Like everybody copied him. Like, yeah, that's the thing. He's. He's just sort of inescapable, like not in a bad way, but like where it's like if you're if you've been on YouTube, then you're at least like ambiently familiar with his style, whether you know it or not. Like. And even though he was posting like a video every day about her, which is a little weird. Yeah, that's like we can't say anything. But also, if it didn't take more than 45 (laughs) minutes of time, like at most from recording to editing it, it'd be weird. But it doesn't t- consume his life because that's the point is his content is so easy to make or her content yeah. is so easy to make. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, it is probably weird to, like, have beef with someone like this. And as you said, not like we have any room to throw, throw stones on that front. So we'll just keep moving. We're punching imagine? up at least, you know? Yeah, I mean, exactly. he is, but she's not. Both of us are punching up. Could you imagine, though, if tomorrow I... We woke up and, like, Doug had just posted our home addresses. That's online. what I'm saying. That would be, like, the equivalent. That would be crazy. Maybe even funnier would be, like, he didn't include our names. It's just, like, a tweet from the channel Awesome Account, and it is just my home address. I'm like, whoa, why did he – hang on now. Like, he's not interacting with the Twitter at all. There's no indication that he even knows what he posted. It's just been uploaded, and I'm like, oh, no. That can't <laughs> oh, be good. Oh, like, why? It's just a picture of Skullhouse. Yeah. It's a picture of me entering the home, like, looking over my shoulder like I'm Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't remember that photo being taken. I don't, 
when did this happen? There's a there's a Twitter poll that's just like, should I pick up the spoon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know how I'd respond to that, actually. I feel like I'd just like barricade the door and like never leave my home again. What other options do you have? It's either you never leave your home again or you never come back to it. But I feel like we can't. There's nothing in between that we get to do. Yeah. There'd be nothing we could do. We just have to deal with the consequences. Yeah. I'd start a new life as an Alaskan offshore fisherman, I think. That's what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do. Or maybe I'd move to Texas. We'd just keep recording, but from your apartment where I now live in the closet or something. (laughs) (laughs) Every week I get let out to record the podcast and then I return once more to the closet. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. I live next to Matt the Matt comes out of the closet every week. Yeah. Oh, I always do. Speaking of listeners, I have some big news. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still single. Um, <laughs> Jay is um, watching this insane show right now called uh, Call the Midwife. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. No, but I'm nervous. It's a, I, love the, I love how many times you've started a story by going like, so guess what Jay's watching now? And yeah. it's always the most insane shit that I've never heard of. Um, it's it's called Call the Midwife, and it's like an English drama. And it was made in like 2005, I think is when it started or something. Okay. I, I couldn't tell you. But it's about like this group of midwives and like a group of nuns. And okay. they're, they're like clinic, basically. Okay, I got you. But the episode, I was doing my makeup and she was doing hers and we were listening to it. And the episode that she had today, all I heard was, like, a doctor prescribing estrogen to a man. And I was like, what are you watching? And she was like, (laughs) oh, okay. So this lady's husband caught this guy being gay, and he's what's called the pretty police, who entices gay men in the bathroom and then blows a whistle when they're uh, propositioned. What the fuck? Okay, hang on. (laughs) Is that... Is it historically accurate? I I don't know. It's, I feel that's like it's just insane enough that I feel like it can't be. But it's also just insane enough that there's no way that someone made that up like that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me look up the I, pretty police. Yeah, look up the pretty police. Why? Just think about this more. Also, I mean, if that's real, you know that those are the gayest men on Earth. It's the guy who's like, oh, yeah, I'll go find the gay guys. Like just like wandering into the into the bathroom. That's insane. For like, oh, no one tries to have gay sex with me right now. No, uh, I, this is just pretty police woman. This is not what I was looking for. <laughs> Let me look up gay? Question mark. Yeah, pretty police gay. As a side gay note, I am London looking up police monitoring group Gallup. All right, let's see what Wait, we got. Wait, police by gay men because they put their like most attractive cops on it. That is That's crazy. crazy. You're like a cop. You just show up to work one day and they're like, you look gay off to the bathrooms with you. And that's just your life now. Um, also, man, this is a uh, this is a very angloid cast. I'm just looking through them right now. Oh, yes. I don't want to be too mean, but. It's just fascinating where these people's eyes are located on their face, you know, Um so it's set like it starts being set in like the the 50s I want to say. Hmm. 
but it's very weird. It's very bizarre. Yeah, well, the only thing I know about it is that the pretty police are featured, so I can't say that I have any room to disagree yeah, with you on this. Yeah, so they're going to send this guy to prison, but his wife is about to give birth, like, okay. while he's about to get sent to prison. So the judge is like, I won't send you to prison, but you gotta be cured of being gay. And he's like, all right, cool. And then how they, the police- How do they go about doing that? Uh, So he got- The doctor comes up to him and he's like, listen, you can go to conversion therapy or- or I can prescribe you estrogen. <laughs> okay, guys, hear me out on this. Look, I'm just saying, it wasn't a perfect time period, but. <laughs> and the doctor was, like, talking to him and his wife. And his wife is mad mainly not because he's gay, but because he cheated on her, which is, like, liberal take. Um, yeah, I was, very interesting. Yeah, you know, she's like, nope, that's just as valid. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want a divorce. Um. So she's mad, but she's, like, wanting him to still be alive and in their newborn daughter's life. So she's like, Fair okay. Enough. But he's like, it will cause impotence and him growing breasts. And she's like, okay. All right. Rock and roll. And then he immediately tries to kill himself. Like, car in the garage is his Look, I'm going to come out and say it. This guy might be me. Um, he's you know, an icon, he's, apparently. He's an icon. Um, he's, uh, but he he's doesn't kill himself. Dream. He doesn't kill himself because he gets caught about to. And they're like, think of your daughter. And he's like, you're right. And then that's that's where I left the room. That is insane. I just want to read the last paragraph of like the introduction to this show on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Because it just lists the issues that the show has touched on. And I really... I will not be surprised by any of these. I thought I wouldn't be. You might be. We'll see. Um, Critical reception has been mostly positive, and the series has won numerous awards and nominations. It has been praised for tackling topical subjects in contemporary social, cultural, and economic issues, including nationalized health care, infertility, teen pregnancy, adoption, the importance of local community, miscarriage and stillbirths, Abortion and unwanted pregnancies, mm-hmm. birth defects, poverty, common illnesses, epidemic disease, prostitution, incest, religion and faith, racism and prejudice, same-sex attraction, and female genital mutilation. Some See? aspects of love, maternal, parental, filial, fraternal, sisterly, romantic, or the love of friends are explored in every episode. Why did they list so many things because i in my time listening to these episodes as jay watches them on her ipad because netflix is a bitch about putting it on the tv oh that oh, i hate that as a side note um uh, i know that's first i have heard all that's of so these. annoying i that have heard all crazy. of these some things not covered on that list that were covered lobotomies uh <laughs> good good that's the one right off the t- right off the dome is lobotomies that's the same as the female mutilation she gets sent basically from an insane asylum gets shut down and they just let everyone out onto the streets and this woman comes in and she's like i'm pregnant and the doctor's like no you're not they took out your ovaries and gave you a lobotomy and she's like damn and that would be crazy just like imagine that you're getting lobotomized and like the last thing you hear before you go under is like the doctor goes also fuck up her pussy and you're like oh man like really like 
Come on. We don't have enough going on right now. (laughs) It's crazy. It's a crazy show. Yeah. So what is the? So it's just on Netflix. Is this a Netflix Mm -hmm. original or is it like. I have no idea. My guess is that it's on like BBC, but they say it's a Netflix original because it's original for America. Yeah. That's my guess. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, it's not a bad show by any means. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's fine TV, but like most good TV, it is insane if you mm-hmm. try and recount the story to anybody who's not watching it. Yep, 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 yep. Twelve seasons running so far. Good Lord. Oh, it's still on? Uh, it looks like it. They're referring to Damn. it in the present tense. That's a long-running show. Hang on, let me see. I'm looking at its production. Uh, February 2013, Five Days Before Season 10. Yeah, two more seasons have been commissioned, so it it will be on air until 2024 at least. Yeah. Seasons 12 and 13. Also, this Wikipedia article is clearly written by a Brit because they're referring to them as series instead of seasons, and that's pissing me off. Uh, but a series, 12 and 13, will each comprise eight one-hour episodes as well as a Christmas special. They always do a Christmas special. The Christmas I, special I watched was Christmas special 2014, where they uh, tackle teen pregnancies, unwanted pregnancies, and adoption. Um, oh, Matt's gone. Oh, Matt's in the hole. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. He looks very high in the still, which is very funny. I am seething that I missed that summary of the Christmas episode, but oh, that does okay. answer the question, though. I was going to ask if they, because I was trying to figure out if it's funnier for, like, their Christmas episode to be, like, like Santa Claus wants an abortion this year, or if it was just, like, a purely whimsical sort of thing. So it's half uh, and half is the crazy thing, is that they're, like, oh, putting on yes. the Christmas pageant, and, like, a man's dressing up as Santa, and there's, like, little snowflake <laughs> dancers, and they're, like, doing and their little go, Christmas also, pageant thing. And also... At the same time, there is a terrible teen pregnancy home where they take the pregnant mothers, wait for them to have their children, force them out, and don't let them say goodbye to their child. Great. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, And, like, then the ambulances aren't running because it snows. So, like, it's a crazy episode. That's insane. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. I feel like you need to do either of those you don't get to do both i feel like that there's no way that was a cohesive vibe right the vibe was very weird (laughs) for whatever reason for whatever reason wasn't super coherent um it was so good like it was fun it wrapped up like one character's entire story arc who was very clearly who the show was based around and then she wanted to leave and they were like fuck because, oh, like, it's narrated that. by old her, the first, like, four seasons are. Oh, inter- and then she's gone, and so... And then she's gone, and they, like, wrap up her storyline super quick. Like, it goes from her fiancé dying to her marrying another man in, like, four episodes. Ooh. Yeah, I do like that, when you can feel the writers just, like, sweating nervously, looking at, like, the news, going, like, oh, dear. Okay, well, we've we've got to figure this one out. It's a it's an interesting show. It's crazy. Yeah, sorry, I'm just I'm scrolling through this Wikipedia. Every time I find something, it um it's just even crazier. Uh I love how like it how just exultant these reviews are. 
Allison Pearson in the Daily Telegraph lauded its ability to, quote, tickle the middle of the brow while touching the most anguished parts of the human condition. Jesus. Uh, the I don't one know if right I would say that about anything. Jay said the one right before the gay episode was about, like, a stillbirth. So. <laughs> My God. It's just. What are we doing? Um, I have no idea. Someone else has called it the torchbearer of feminism on television. Uh, wow. Yeah, okay, so, which is unfortunate, because a lot of these reviews are bringing it back to, once again, we've returned to a, what I'm, I've started to call the don't worry darling disease, which is to mm. say, as we've discussed before, you know, movies and television where the whole point of it is, you know who really had it rough in the 1950s? White women. Uh, and you're like, yep, yeah, they, they did, but also... <laughs> You know who had it worse? Almost everyone else. Uh, but it's fine. Everyone except for arguably white men. Yeah, everyone except for white men. They, I guess, no one was having a good time in the 50s. I'm just going to come out and put, I'm going to put my foot down on this one. Unless you were a very wealthy, straight white man. Yeah. Like, and even very then, wealthy. Yeah, even then, I feel like you were still kind of having a bad time. Just sort of like out of a sense of obligation, right? Where you're like, well. I'm not allowed to have fun. Like the only people who were having fun in the 50s were like the very, very wealthy gay white men who were pretending to be straight and like partying down in Washington, D.C. with J. Edgar Hoover. Like those are the guys who were having a good time. Other than that, everyone else wanted to kill themselves. There's just no way. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we were at the top of the we were at the top of the totem pole back then. So, you know. Count your blessings, gay white men of the 50s. I, like, made my boyfriend lunch and then was doing the dishes and laundry, like, at my own house. And he was like, wow, really enforcing gender stereotypes. And I was like, yeah, it's like the 50s, except I'm not on Quaaludes. And, well, look, when you put it that way, maybe people were having a good time in the 50s. <laughs> they were, like, prescribing Valium for female hysteria, so. Exactly. And I'm just saying, I think I qualify. So, uh, it'll be time. <laughs> I'm showing up like Bugs Bunny, like I'm in drag trying to get Valium. And they're like, what are you doing? That, there has to be an easier way to do this. I'm like, nope, this is all we've got. Sorry. Uh, just hand me the Quaaludes and nobody gets hurt. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like very confused. I'm like trying to get Vicodin. Like, no, no, we prescribed Valium to women in the 50s. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I didn't need the dress. Motherfucker. Uh, I'm just getting dragged out by the police. I'm like, wait, hang on, can I still have some though? Like, just for you know, trying. Just for a taste. Yeah, getting a prescription for my and a moose bouche. Well, he clearly he wanted it so bad. We had to give him something. Like, yeah. Look at how much work he put into it. So much. I do like that. You're walking through the hospital and it's like Costco. Like, there's just like little like samples (laughs) of all the pills sitting up. Hell yeah, hell yeah. The display is behind them, and they're like, here's a little. Here's a little benzo yep. for you. Yeah, just, you know, just a little bit. I, like, Here's have a heart morphine. attack because I, <laughs> I take one of everything as I'm going through, like at Costco, and I just die immediately. Yep. Like, well, we didn't think he'd just take all the, we figured he would only take the ones he felt he needed. It just, like, the closest thing to that are, like, total wines in Texas. Yeah, which, oh, man, you've told me about that before. That sounds yeah. fantastic. Matt, you would have so much fun. You would have to have someone else drive, but you would have a blast. At- Oh, well, here's the thing. No. Someone else definitely should be driving. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'd have a blast with that. 
remind me, do they like want you getting drunk? I feel like it would be a bit of a faux pas to be like drunk. drunk. But they will like hand you a lot of samples. Mm, Interesting. And they're all like of hard liquor. Like it's not like they're handing you a sample of like a cocktail made with something. They're handing you a sample of vodka, like a shot of vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They're like, here's your whiskey at like 11 a.m. And you're like, what? (laughs) You're like, well, thank you. How did you know? Uh, That's also where I found the cat wine, which I love. It's wine that comes in a bottle shaped like a cat. Oh, you've told me about that one. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. I love a cute bottle, personally. Um, Mm -hmm. The most recent... Well, the thing that I've been buying lately... um, It's... Look, here's the thing about bourbon. It's all made in Kentucky. Most of it... None of it's overtly racist. But, you know, Matt's they all have whiskey out of like an Aunt Jemima container. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, somehow it's like an original Lando Lakes butter. Like there's still like the Indian <laughs> on it somehow. Um, but no, that's the thing. None of them are overtly racist, but they all all the good ones are called something like Rebel Yell. And you just sort of need to accept that, you know, um, it like comes in a bottle shaped like an AR-15. And you're like, what? And you're like, well, OK, I suppose. Did you see that? Um, I don't remember if it was New York Times or if it was Washington Post. It was one of those newspapers. They wrote this like article weeping about the state of Texas and just how many guns there are there. I don't remember. Have we talked about this on the podcast already? No. It's so fu- it's so weird. I I need to find it because they write about Texas like it's a foreign country. That is and like bizarre. Yeah, and they're like going and they're like at Texas, it's not unusual to see someone open carrying a gun in the grocery store, and it's like motherfucker. That's not unusual anywhere in the country outside of the city. Like, go to rural New York. That will also be the case there. That's just what America is like. And if you want to argue that that's wild. It is. Admittedly, it is. Yeah, it is. But it's not not unique to Texas. Just Texas. People love pointing at Texas and be like, look how crazy they are in that weird place. Yeah. And it's like that. Maybe we should look at all of America. Like, Texas is pretty bad, but like. Yeah. It's like, damn, look at how fucked up this mirror is. Do you see all these gross things I see when I look at right? it? And you're like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. I again, like I said, I've never like grown up in the city. Right. So and I'm probably a little bit skewed here, but I for all of my life, it's I, it hasn't been super common for me to see someone like open carrying a gun. But it's not something that is like ever been noteworthy to me. It happens yeah. often enough that it like I just I, don't really register it. I think the weird thing about Texas is that it's just kind of like a smaller version of all of America. Yeah, like distilled. Yeah. So like we have that weird like we used to be an independent country thing. <laughs> yeah. But like, so like. But also it's like a hyper patriotic in like the yeah yeah well like everyone has like a texas flag sticker on the back of their pickup truck and then like a blue lives matter sticker and you're just like (laughs) wow yeah and it's like native texan or what all of them say and you're like okay interesting yeah where it's like you know like uh american by birth texan by the grace of god like i've seen those ones on like yeah yeah yep that's what like every pickup truck has on it um yeah and so, like, in that way, it's just, like, it's just a slightly more overt version of the entire American South, where there's still, like, that, like, the quiet specter of states' rights, whatever that's supposed to mean, just sort of floating but around in the background. Like, If you go to the city, 
It's like any other city in the country. Like, if you go to Austin, you're not going to see people open carrying. You're not going to see, like, people with Trump flags. You're not going to see any of that because it's a city. Like, it has nothing to do with being in the South or not. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's – exactly. Because I've been – I've gone to grocery stores in, like, rural New York, and you see the same people that you see in Appalachia because – Exactly. Because it's it's the fucking same. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, these regional distinctions are not quite so clear as everybody, weirdly enough, in the city seems to think that they are. The only thing that, like, state lines matter for right now is, like, electoral college and abortions. Yeah, exactly. Which, unfortunately, well, one of those things is very important. Yeah, the other thing, uh, unfortunately, also kind of important, but not quite as important important. as we think. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, sorry. I care deeply about the electoral college. <laughs> yeah, I was say, I care deeply about the electoral college. That I, I really think about that one a lot. Of Women's rights, eh, you know, I could take it or leave it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch that with a ten foot pole. Yeah, me personally. Uh, I like the idea that like on the ballot it does just say like, should we give women rights? I'm like, I just couldn't bring myself to vote this year. You know, it didn't feel like it mattered. Like, for once. <laughs> The election would actually do something. It's what everybody thought the 2020 election was like. And I'm like, well, this time around, I just don't think I'm not even going to write in a joke candidate. I'm just staying home. Like, Matt, the tour of Texas I would give you when you come to Texas would be the most psychotic thing ever. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, we go to first stop. We go to, we go total to the wine. We go to total wine. Second stop, gun range. Third That's stop, what I'm saying. Gun show. You got to go to a Texas gun show. I would love to go to a gun show. Um. <laughs> They don't do background checks there. It's incredible. Exactly. No, that's that is the other problem. Is I was reading about the gun show loophole, and I was going like, "Damn, that sounds fantastic!" Actually, uh, I just told my mom about that, which was yeah, great. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing is I always forget, you know, because when I'm like arguing with like a very very conservative person, I do forget that I'm not supposed to like the gun show loophole. Um, right. Because <laughs> I bring up the gun show loophole, and they're like, "Damn, that's sick!" And I'm like, "Hell yeah, it is, brother." Wait, no, no, it isn't. Uh, no, this isn't good. We shouldn't no. be doing that. <laughs> That shouldn't be on the books, actually. <laughs> Strike that from the record. Yeah. <laughs> Remove that from the minutes, please. And there's a stenographer writing over there. It's like, they high-five, parentheses, in a racist manner. Uh, <laughs> double parentheses. I can't really explain it, but you'd know it if you saw it. <laughs> Let's see. What else did we do? Well, like, I take everybody who's not from Texas by, like, a Whataburger at, like, 2 a.m. Because that's... You got to go to a Bucky's because we've talked about that on the show and it's just we've an insane experience. Yeah. I was there the other night. Wow. <laughs> it's a hellhole. I was dressed. It was after a Halloween party. I was dressed as Cruella DeVille and I walked in and the lady goes, oh, I love your coat. I'm dressed like I made yes. a coat out of Dalmatians. She's like, ooh, love that. Yeah. Um. Like, paying no attention to the fact that I am surrounded by people also in Halloween costumes. My That's boyfriend so in a Dalmatian onesie. Jay okay. and her boyfriend in Squishmallow costumes. All of those rock, as a side note. Um, I've been it thinking, took a I might, lot uh, of convincing to get my boyfriend to be a Dalmatian. I appreciate him a lot for that one. I was going to say, no, the moment that you said that, I was like, damn, I don't know how long that took, but he's great for that. Um, he is. <laughs> and it was funny. It's very funny. Um, I, I keep meaning, I want to get like a little, like, I'm going to order a blue robe on like Amazon and then just get some like fabric, like stars and moons and just make myself a little wizard robe. 
Hell yeah. Um, and to be clear, Halloween's the excuse I'm using. That little bad boy is going to be sticking around just all year, though. Most recordings, I'll probably be wearing it. Who knows? Um, yep. Um, I've just decided. I'm like, I've gone for, I've gone too high concept in the past for Halloween. So I think for the next couple of years, it'll be something simple. I'm like, I'm a witch this year, you know, or I am yeah. a ghost. That's the easiest. It reminds exactly. me of like the Bob's Burgers kids Halloween costumes where like, it's like, I'm Billy Idolish. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the Bjorn identity. <laughs> Which are both great. As a both inc- Listen, they do incredible Halloween costume puns, but. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I do the same thing if I don't establish limits for myself. Yeah. I just overdress in literally every situation. So, yeah, well, I mean, you you know, I'm with you on that one. Yep. The number of recordings I've just shown up to in a tie. Uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> tie and Top Gun pin. Matt's uniform. Soon to be tie, Top Gun pin, and wizard robe. I, Matt's in the hole. Matt's out of the hole. No, he's Matt's not. He's back. He's out of the hole. What can I say? Um... He got himself I this laptop he recovers from the hole a little faster. It does. It's a little less time of me Probably trying helps. to think of things to say. Yeah. Probably helps that now, like, when I click a button, it doesn't take five seconds for the laptop to respond anymore. Um, that old laptop was so old. I cannot overstate this. Uh, <laughs> You're living in the lap of luxury right now. <laughs> oh, I truly am. This laptop was made during the current president's administration, and that... Has not been I the case say that for, for quite some time now. But, um, yeah. Also, the other fun thing about making a wizard costume for myself, I've just been meaning to get better at sewing lately. I think we've talked about that before. I, uh, I you know, I sew plenty, right? But it's, like, purely utilitarian. Where it's, like, I've fixed up clothes. Like, I have, like, like a hole in a sock jeans, or something. Uh, yeah, like, I've patched kind of up button. jeans. I put, oh, oh. I'm so good at putting buttons back on. Let me tell you. It's you so need a satisfying. Put on. Especially it the ones so with good. Like, the four holes. So satisfying. Yeah. You get to do the little X maneuver. Ugh. You do the X. You wrap the string around the button as you're putting it back in. And then it's gone. You're like, look at this. Sometimes it looks even better than the fir- like the original buttons next to it. You're like, this is great. I love this. Sometimes I'm like, how did my family become the way they are? And then I look over at my mason jar. I've been putting spare buttons in for the past three years. And I'm like... Maybe I understand why they're orders. <laughs> you never know if you'll need that it's, green button that's about the size of your thumb. Um, there is one of those in there. Yeah, see, that's the worst part, is to be clear, I know this jar well. Um, I have a green blazer, and if one of the buttons falls off, I'm prepared. You're ready. But yeah, so now I'll be able to also say well i can also stitch on stars and moons to a various to a robe of any color uh i have a very nice sewing machine dress form that i do not use enough but i use enough i I need to get better at sewing machines i've only used them a couple times and they still sort of scare me just conceptually yeah they move so quickly i'm like well Surely, I this can't use mine be. either very slow or very fast, depending on how drunk I am and how much uh, <laughs> drugs are in my system. So, yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm like, Zip, and the garment's done. 
I was going to say, that might be the hidden key that I've been thinking, I've been missing when it comes to sewing machines is I just need to, I need to stop by the liquor store first, get a couple mm-hmm. free samples in me, and then uh, off you I go. You won't make good clothes, but you will finish them. Yeah, the clothes, they're not good, but they're runway ready. And by ready, I do mean done. Um <laughs> Uh, there was one fashion designer that did a runway this year that the premise was that they didn't have enough time to finish the clothes. Oh, yeah, where it's, like, all falling apart. It's all falling apart, or it's, like, they're just covered in sticky notes. Yeah, that one was pretty tight, actually. I kind of liked it. I mean, I liked honest. it, too. But also, like, that's such a sick way to be like, I can't sew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. That really is. That is tight. He just figured it out. Just going, like. Oh no, that's the point that I uh, I didn't finish stitching this. Um, <laughs> this model I, isn't wearing a top. You didn't finish it. No, no, no. And that's the idea. I'm making a point about fast fashion. Actually, I think my favorite <laughs> of the uh, of those ones though was like the model whose heel like snapped halfway through yep. because you see in her eyes as it happens, like she knew it was going to happen, but she did not know when it was going to happen. Yeah, and you can tell. She's yep, like, yep, yep. I might die right here. Um, I've started yeah. following a guy on TikTok that's spirit Halloween animatronic autism. Ooh, okay. Like that's his that's his autism, his spirit Halloween animatronic specifically. And it's interesting, but he spends so much money at Spirit Halloween. I feel like yeah, it can't be that hard to spend that much money there, honestly. Because like you walk by like the giant whatever, and it's like a thousand dollars. They're like usually around things. like three hundred dollars. Uh, for yeah. a big one, the smaller ones are a little cheaper. But he has like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like him at the end with the woman's face and spinning around with the chainsaw one, and that one's really sick. That does sound awesome, admittedly. Yeah, there's some sick ones, but there's also some that he's like, "This one sucks. I hate it." And you're like, "Why did you buy it?" I don't know. I've been there. And he That's started sort of collecting when he was like seven. Which See, whose parents? spent this much money on them i was gonna say love his parents i love his follow-through also like Mm -hmm. i don't know about you the things i was doing when i'm seven i can't say i'm still up to those um i can't the sims is a constant for me unfortunately personally i was a dinosaur kid as many many boys my age were i was Um, i loved triceratops specifically triceratops is good it's a great one um i was no. Wait, hang on. Am I still here? Yeah. All right, we're good. I was I was sort of a hipster, which is to say I, I loved all the dinosaurs that weren't really dinosaurs. Like, you know, the plesiosaurs or yeah. uh, the pterodactyls. From the, well, technically, they're not actually dinosaurs. Whenever someone they're was just, like, my favorite dinosaurs of a lost act, you're like, well, actually. Like, did you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just Jurassic sort of consciously. I love velociraptors. And you're like, that's not what they even looked like. Yeah. No, funnily enough, that I just like consciously chose not to think about that. Even <laughs> even at the height of my loving dinosaurs, I was like, no, Velociraptors were big and cool, actually. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I just can't I can't allow myself to think this. I can't acknowledge that they looked like chickens. That's just no, 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 no. I'm not equipped to deal with that. Yeah, I yeah. feel that as a child, was... it's just blissful ignorance. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I've continued that to this day. You know, I just uh, I sit there and I go like, no, I'm just not going to think about that, actually. And, tiny uh, velociraptors. Tiny vi- <laughs> the velociraptors. They're very small. No one talks about this. <laughs> they had feathers. 
Utah Raptor. How great were they? They call him the Velociraptor, but it was Utah Raptor, actually. I'm doing well in Utah right now. Uh, <laughs> he was, um, I, maybe this is the note I'll end the, the episode on, which is yeah. to say I was, went to a party. I think I, I think I told you about this in the Discord, yes. but I'll share it with our listeners. Yeah, I went to a party. Didn't talk about Program to Kill once. And for that, listeners, you should all be very proud of me. You should be less proud of me for the other thing I'm about to say, which is to say I did spend a lot of time talking about how much I love Donald Trump. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> uh, I didn't bring him up. I just. How much fun did you have, though? Someone did, after the fact, tell me that she had not seen me with that much joy on my face all semester. Um, which I think is both a damning indictment of me as a person and the sort of semester I've been having. Um, yeah. But no, there's one person there. She's so cool. Love her. We've had a couple classes together. Just like a very normal person, right? Like mm-hmm. she like goes to see the Marvel movies every every time they come out, right? Like that's right. sort of the energy she's got, right? Very normal, but very nice, very cool, decent liberal politics. And she was just like, oh, he's so funny. And I was like, Hell well, yeah. oh, is that so? And so then we just spent like the next 30 minutes. Anytime there was a little conversation, one of us would go, well, how about this one? And we were just like trading our favorite moments of his back and forth. Uh, <laughs> Matt's pupils turn into hearts, not because he's attracted to the girls, simply because of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about Donald Trump. And so they turn into little, pupils, into little hearts. Awooga. <laughs> it's the... um. It's like the uh the the classic like the Discord thing where it's like a gamer and a girl. Excuse <laughs> me, ma'am. Uh, a racist and a woman. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, day, ma'am. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> on that note. Yeah, instead of tipping the fedora, I'm doing like the Hitler salute. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, listeners. If you think this one's wild, just wait until I have five minutes to drink, and then we're going to be on the Patreon. Uh, I will be finishing my bottle of wine between now and then, because I have one glass left. So I might be finishing my bottle of racist bourbon. I have Ooh, considerably... As opposed to other that. bourbon? Uh, I will not be doing that, as I know. I think I would die, because uh, yeah, I did probably. just buy a bottle. Please um, don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. It would be so sick watching me die of alcohol poisoning on a recording. Uh, yeah, no. I want to be the one to start the recording, though. So the recording does just keep going until, like, my hard drive runs out of space. Uh, Hell yeah. I'm anyway. trying to the police. <laughs> emailing your, your, your friends I have the emails of. Yeah, you're like, there's, a, there's skulls in front of... I'm not sure how this works, I, okay? Th- there might be a spoon. <laughs> Look carefully. There's a green light across the street. You're just, like, piecing together the vague, ambient information I've given you about my home. <laughs> yep. And anyway. then Skype will post a picture of the front of your house, and that's how you get saved. Exactly. So, police, I mean, not police, listeners, also police officers, if you guys want to uh, hear that happen, you can join us on Patreon. Hell yeah. Uh, for an extra episode most weeks. <laughs> sometimes. And Sometimes. Follow us on the various social media accounts that I don't think either of us are logged in on. And uh, you are. All right, cool. Yeah. Let Jillian continue to do all the work for this podcast. <laughs> drunkenly show up for two hours every week. If I can manage sometimes that. Sometimes one. Yeah, yeah, sometimes one. 
Um, but all, it's been a very difficult few months, and I appreciate you all for not making light of my very serious condition. Um, uh, all right, yeah, cool. We don't have an outro anymore. Uh. <laughs>